party people. Welcome once again to the Party of One podcast, where the gaming table is always set for two. I am your host as always, Jeff Stormer. This week I am joined by Mitchell Dill for a game of Don't Rest Your Head by Fred Hicks. Mitchell is a very talented musician, one of the hosts of All Along the Watchtower, a DC Animated Universe rewatch podcast on the Audio Entropy Network, and one of the players on Roll for Your Lives, a phenomenal, wonderful actual play podcast that you should check out right now. Links to all of these things can be found in the show notes. Don't Rest Your Head is weird as hell, and I love it. It is a game about insomniacs wandering the mad city, this endless surreal cityscape, which spans all of time and creation. Their condition grants them superpowers, but every time they use those superpowers, they get closer to falling asleep and succumbing to the supernatural horrors that lurk the mad city. It's a little bit Dark City, a little bit Inception, a little bit Doom Patrol, and I flipping love it. A link to the game can be found in the show notes. Before we get started, a special thank you to Chloe Wandler, our newest backer on Patreon. If you haven't checked out the Party of One Patreon, now is a great time to do so. We've just revised our stretch goals and backer levels. For just $2 a month, you help support the show's equipment costs, hosting fees, and con appearances, and you get access to bonus material every single episode. For just $5 a month, you get access to a weekly bonus cast, Party of One Duet Designer's Notes, where I explore the process of hacking group-based games into a two-player format. And for $10 a month, you get access to Duets on Duets, which are special interviews with game designers, GMs of duet games, players of duet games, and other cool people to talk about the experience of playing a game with just one other person. You can check all of that out at patreon.com slash partyofonepodcast. And with all that out of the way, let me throw it over to me in the past so he can get started with the show. Take it past me. Thanks, future me. This week I'm joined by Mitchell Deal. Mitchell, thanks for coming on Party of One. Hey, thanks for having me, Jeff. So, real quick at the top of the show, uh, why don't you talk about anything you might want the audience at home to know about, any projects you might be working on, anything uh, you would like to promote, all that good stuff. Okay. Um, so, I am on a weekly podcast called All Along the Watchtower. Uh, it's a DCAU, the DC Animated Universe, um, like old, old Batman, old Superman, uh, I mean, even Batman Beyond. Static Shock, uh, the whole crew's there, the Justice League. Um, and that's a podcast that's based around uh, me and three other co-hosts. Um, just uh, re-watching that whole dealio, Bruce Timm's whole oeuvre uh, um, from uh, the you know, mid-90s. I'm going to be on there one day, and it's going to be real good. We'll get you. We'll get you. I know. I mean, uh, we've been like asking people about it, and I think you listed a bunch of episodes. They're all Justice League Unlimited. Or yeah, almost all of them are. League Unlimited is my pat is like my heart, which is going to be like uh, we're very excited for it, and it's going to be in like three years or something. But that's fine. I'm okay. <laughs> Listen, if I get to talk about Booster Gold, I'll wait forever. Okay, okay. So, um, yeah, that's uh, yeah, and that's on the uh, Audio Entropy uh, podcast network. So we go audioentropy.com. You can find us and like a bunch of other stuff. And uh, I also intermittently uh, play on uh, another role-playing podcast called Roll for Your Lives. Um, we're playing a game of Dungeon World right now. I say playing it right now because we've been playing it for like like nine months, <laughs> like once a month or something. <laughs> They're not super diligent, but it's fun. Um, and just uh, Google Roll for Your Lives. I don't, I don't I'm not sure I'll what have links is. in the show notes. There you go. That's a good idea. Um, otherwise, uh, I have a, I got, I got a Twitter, I got a SoundCloud, uh, the end. Yeah, we'll cover that stuff. I'll, we'll cover that at the end. Um, <laughs> okay. cool. 
So we're playing Don't Rest Your Head this week, and I am super excited about it. It is a game about uh, a weird cityscape that is and isn't at the same time. It exists in the corner of your eye, and it is what happens when you wake up to that. And it is spooky and weird, and I'm real excited. So why don't you introduce your character this week, and go ahead and describe as one of the character creation questions. Introduce your character, tell us who they are, what they're like, and at the very end, tell us what just happened to them. Okay, uh, my character is a young paperboy named Randy Tompkins. And uh, Randy is uh, he's a little kid who's got his paper route. And uh, one of the first questions they ask you in uh, in character creation is, what's been keeping you awake? Because that's like the, the situation. That's the mm-hmm. whole reason you're part of this. And uh, so Randy, being, being a paper boy, trying to make that paper, um, different kinds of paper, mm-hmm. uh, Randy kind of just like started staying up later and like waking up earlier and earlier to get his hustle on. Mm-hmm. And... Um, that just sort of continued to the point where the two sides met and Randy just sort of stopped going to sleep. Um, Cause even though, you know, your papers only get delivered at a certain time, like only so early, like Randy would still get up and kind of like go patrol the neighborhood and look mm-hmm. out for uh, hazards and antagonists for the, for the night. And uh, so Randy is, um, he's like a, he's an average um, doofus. He's a, he's a dorky kid. He's not socially maladjusted, but he doesn't have a ton of friends because he's a kind of like a, he's lives with just his mom, kind of moves around a whole lot. So he, um, you know, doesn't uh, he's not from where he is now and sure. he doesn't have a ton of close uh, kids his age that he's, you know, tight with. Um uh, but, uh, Randy has been, uh, working the paper route to kind of help his, help his mom, uh, you know, saving money to like, you know, help out. But he also kind of has the, uh, ulterior motive of saving up money so he can get, uh, the fuck out of there a later that mom. Yeah. It's, and that's kind of like, um, that's, that's a little less noble than the kid who's just saving up money for, to help his mom, you know, make rent. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know, he's got this, this vision of, you know, life, you know, oh, maybe life with dad would be better. And so he's, Mm -hmm. he's kind of fixated on that. And as for what just happened, well, Randy just had some sort of interaction typical for his paper route delivery interaction with a local bully, uh, who came up to, uh, to ruffle his fucking feathers and maybe bonk him on the noggin. And, uh, this time it didn't, um, it didn't quite go so well for the bully. Yeah, so um, what happens is... Uh, what happens is you're you're scouting out the neighborhood. I imagine this is like suburbia. Maybe it's like on the edge of a city. Yeah. Sort of where city and suburbia start to blur together. Yeah. Um, and you're, you're, you're scouting out the houses that aren't currently on the paper route to figure out like how to get them on the paper route. And you turn down a, you turn down like a court... And from between two houses, uh, Huck Crawford comes strolling out. Huck Crawford. Oh boy, oh boy. Huck Crawford. Huck comes out and, you know, he's got his dirty shirt uh, with stains (laughs) that could be blood, could be barbecue sauce. We're not really sure. And he's got the 17-year-old pube stash and a little bit of a mullet. (sighs) 
and he's like he comes strolling out and he's punching and he's like he's like you collecting on you collecting on your little your little baby paper route kid I think it's I think it's time you paid your protection money <sighs> fuck and I've already kind of uh, this is this is nothing new mm-hmm. I'm looking around like all right anyone else on the road right now it is just the two of you and you're on a bike and he's on foot so you could probably duck him and like <laughs> Huck. Fuck you. And I am going to immediately kick off and begin cycling away from Huck. So yeah, so you start cycling and you're 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 ducking and weaving, you're going down these 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 empty, like three AM streets, and he's running behind you, and he's keeping up with you pretty well for, for a kid on foot. And you turn down you turn down one of these like there's a a real secluded alleyway walkway, mm-hmm. and only it's only about like eight to ten feet wide, and it's this little like cobblestoneish walkway that connects to like the main thorough street in the the development and the school, and so you turn down this alleyway because you figure if you can get to the school, there's probably a janitor or something. Yeah. So you turn down, and he turns after, and you're and and he uh, you see him. He doesn't turn after. So you so you turn down, he runs, you look back, he's run straight, you've dodged him, you stop, you look ahead, and you realize there's no walkway that connects the school to the main road. <laughs> well You've been on this road a dozen times. There's there's no walkway. I know it like the back of my hand. I got a route. I mean, okay. And you look back, and suddenly you don't see that main, the main street of the. You don't see Graceland Street. You look ahead, you don't see the schoolyard. You what just you... see pathway, and pathway. Okay. And they both look about the same. So you just keep going. Yeah, probably. Fidget a moment with my, I kind of like look back and I, I probably uh, at this point sort of uh, I check my reflectors. I'm like uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> sort of like a, like a you know patting myself down sort of mm-hmm. situation, <laughs> and then cycle on. Yeah, you keep going and you come. You cycle for feels like hours. You're just pedaling. You get off and walk for a little while. You get back on when you're feeling a little better. You head a little further. You come out, and you're on a main a main thorough a main uh thoroughway street or thoroughfare street. But it's way more urban and way more like populated than than Graceland Street was, and it's not the schoolyard. You're on a city street that is bustling with people. Ugh. Uh, somebody in a three-piece suit with a fedora and a suitcase kind of like shuffles past you and sort of like knocks your bike a little bit. Huh. Somebody in somebody in like a neon tank top with like Jordy LaForge visors um, <laughs> goes the other direction and knocks your bike as well. And you look around and that alleyway's not there anymore. Now it's it's now it's just an alleyway between two city buildings. And you can see to the other side, 
and it's just more of these city streets. Holy cow. You don't know quite where you are, but you know that you gotta get home, like, you gotta get home and finish your paper out if you're gonna get the money to get out of here. Okay. If you wanna get out of here at all. Yeah, I, I think right now, uh, I, I, I'm just, my thought is just the, the, the paper out where I got to deliver my papers. Mm-hmm. So I'm probably going to, I'm going to stay off the bike, you know, walk beside mm-hmm. the bike, mm-hmm. kind of, um, stick to, uh, stick to the side as much as I can as I do in most times <laughs> and, in busy areas. Um, but I'm trying to, this is the part where I suddenly like become more adolescent mm-hmm. and I'm thinking who's, who's in charge here? Who, where is this person who can help me? Okay. Um, I'm going to ask for a role. Okay. Uh, and we're going to go through the, uh, the mechanic. So the way that, uh, roles work, the way that actions work and don't rest your head is you have a number of dice split into three varieties. You have discipline dice, which are your basic skills, your faculties, your ability to do things well. You have three of those. You start with three. You may lose them over time. You have a number of exhaustion dice. This represents the amount that you have pushed your body past its sleepless limit. You have none of these at the start. And you have madness dice, which is how far the... uh unnatural nature of where you are and your situation have pushed you beyond the brink of what is normal. You also have none of these. You roll uh, your three dice. As many madness dice that you want you might want to add to this. Mm-hmm. Um, you may choose to up your exhaustion by one if you choose to. You don't have to. And you're going to roll two pain dice, which are the dice that I add into a situation to represent failure and to represent you getting hurt. Okay. So you're going to start with three discipline dice and two pain dice. You may choose to add madness or exhaustion dice accordingly. Okay. I think, um, I, I think, uh, I think I'll throw in one, one madness die. Is that a thing? Okay. Yeah. All right. I feel like this is like this is just you know crazy enough. And I was like, right. "Men is kissed." <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, I'll go ahead and roll that. Okay. Nice. Okay. Um. So, looking at the dice, you won with a degree of zero. <laughs> uh, uh, your your, which means that your num your successes, your numbers one, two, and three on your dice perfectly match my my pain dice the number mm-hmm. the ones and one twos and threes that i got because of and because of this uh and so on ties you win you get a degree of zero which means you scrape by <laughs> with neither of us getting any successes yeah <laughs> um and the other thing that's important is whichever dice pool you rolled on whichever has the highest number that is the dominant thing and that determines the nature of what happened like that determines your emotional reaction to the things that happen so your your high number is discipline which means your discipline is dominant which means you retain your faculties you keep your wits about you okay you keep your cool so what happens is you're looking around 
and um, a, a, a face sort of pops around a corner and smiles at you and like greets you and like greets you and says like, young boy, young boy, you appear to be lost. And you look at him for a minute and it's yeah. a face that you kind of vaguely like offhandedly recognize from like that art history, like that art class where they taught art history for a session. Yeah. And you don't fully, like you weren't fully paying attention, but you remember his weird mustache and it was next to the <laughs> okay. picture of the painting clocks. And you're like, that's, that's that what was that dude's guy. name? It's the clock guy. Dr. Clocks. And he peeks, he peeks around and his body is loose and floppy, almost like it's liquidy and melting. He pops around and says, Young boy, you appear to be lost. Uh, uh, is there a problem? Where are you trying to get to? I... <laughs> uh, sir, I... <clears throat> uh, uh, my name's Randy. I, I, I live... I live nearby. Um, I was, I was heading to, uh, to the school, to, uh, uh, Brookhaven High. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm trying to, like, dot, <laughs> trying to oh. somehow find words that don't say, like, I don't know where I am. <laughs> but, I, he, you, you, know? you say, you say Brookhaven High, and he says, oh, yes, we're, we're all near Brookhaven High. Of course, we're all miles away. Hemispheres away, really. Continents away. We're, we're right next door. It's very complicated. And things are different in the mad city mad city i'm sure you understand <clears throat> um yeah oh, the mad city uh but it, pretend that i don't and he looks at you and his face frowns and it drops down like a cartoon like it droops <laughs> he says oh oh you poor child oh uh, yes help come 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 we need to get you. We need to get you home. We need to get you back to the slumbering city before thirteen o'clock because it's not good for someone like you to be to be around at thirteen o'clock. And at that moment, like he starts to take you, he opens a he heads toward a door. Mm -hmm. This little green door that you swear you recognize from outside of your school, like a groundskeeper's like shed door or something. Nobody's ever been in it. They t say it's haunted, but he takes you towards this door, and at that moment, um. Two. Where do you keep your newspapers? Um, let's say I have uh, like a ratty messenger bag situation. Okay, that's exactly what I was hoping because. Yeah. Uh, so at that moment, um, from the shadows, he starts to walk you, and he's like, "Yes, yes, we got to get you out of here before 13 Oh dear, it's the paper boys, and two figures from the shadows leap out. And one of them grabs some of, like, starts to try to grab some of the papers from your bag. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> okay, here, this is like, this is, you're messing with my money, <laughs> okay? I just grab on back and, like, tug of war. All right, yeah, so make me a roll for that. Uh, the pain is going to be because there are two of them. Uh, there are two of these figures from the shadows that you haven't gotten a great look at yet. Mm -hmm. uh, so the pain is going to be four. Okay. You're rolling your three discipline. Uh, you have, you you can add as many madness dice or up your exhaustion accordingly. Um, let's say that I, I'll up, I'll up my exhaustion by one. Well, that's how it always is. Up, right. You increase it by one each time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I'll go ahead and up my exhaustion 
by okay. one and then throw in two madness dice. Okay. Let's do it, baby. And then just let me know what, what your result is. Okay. I won with a degree of three with okay. madness dominant. Ooh, okay. Yeah, good. Great. Ah, okay, yeah. So three is... So you've rolled three. So you've succeeded with a degree of three, which mm-hmm. means you are extraordinarily successful. Okay. So um, describe to me... So so describe to me how you extraordinarily, almost superhumanly uh, protect your papers. Okay, I think that I... Um, I, I think that uh, I no like i said it's a ratty messenger bag Mm -hmm. so i think i like grab the bag itself and like unhook the strap in one sort of quick motion so as to you know like uh pull the bag with the papers towards me and have the paper boy like comically tumble backwards holding Mm -hmm. the strap Mm -hmm. and like losing the the weight so yeah that's exactly what happens um you do that the 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 paper boy tumbles away but uh, suddenly from the shadows, a third rolls out and comes. And you look around and the clock man, the painting man, that the man that was taking you to the door is gone. He's gone. <laughs> and that's when madness takes over. Oh. You may uh, choose one of your three response boxes. Okay. Check it, like check off one of your three response boxes. And tell me which one you choose. Okay, so I have two flight and one fight box. I think right here, um, I uh, freak. And I, <laughs> that's definitely, this is flight. Okay, like, yeah. So, I'm going to say what happens then is, um, before you even realize what's happened, you've taken off running. You've left the bike behind. My wheels! But you just take... You've taken off running, you've jumped, like, you see a fire escape, and you jump onto the fire escape, and you start climbing, and suddenly, way sooner than you thought, you kind of thought that you were only going to go, like, a floor or two up, and then maybe knock on a window, or something. You weren't quite thinking clearly, but suddenly, like, within a floor or two, you're on the roofs, Mm -hmm. and you're looking around, and it's all, there's this landscape, right, of all doors and windows and hang like crevasses and buildings sort of leaning to each other you swear you see a plane's wing just crushed in between two buildings just jutting out (laughs) and you're looking around and all of these roofs are sort of connected but you have to jump between some of them but they look a lot closer than they should you could probably make these jumps and you look around and it's just, just roofs and fire escapes and ceilings everywhere you look and it's wide open, and you feel like you can see everywhere in the city from here. Yeah. You feel like you could see anywhere from here if you tried. Okay. I, I, could I, I, I'm thinking, like, I, I have to be able to, you know, get a vantage point, like, on home, on school, on, like, if I can see everything from up here, like, I just need to find the right direction to go. Yeah. Make uh make me a roll for that and then as you're kind of looking around the clock bells begin to chime and you count them and it's ding one two 
eventually 9, 10, 11, 12. And then they stop. <laughs> okay. And you're like, that's way, that's not quite right. And you're like, that, that was, that's weird. I was out at like 3.30 in the morning. Yeah. But it's 12 o'clock. 13 o'clock comes in an hour. Oh, no. <laughs> oh. This is this is sort of like vaguely registering both it readily accepting it, but also just sort of like, okay, yeah, uh, okay. So, yeah, make me a roll until, like, sir, as you sort of survey the area and see if you can kind of see a familiar way back. Okay, uh, what should I do for pain on here? Um, we'll call this pain... This is an unfamiliar place, but there's nobody necessarily around, so I'll give it three. Three's probably easy. Maybe two. We'll make it two. This two. is pretty easy. Okay, okay. I'm going to drop down to uh, just the one madness die. So i got the three All discipline, right. one exhaustion, because that stays with me. Yeah, yeah, that, that lingers. And then the one madness. Um, I feel like I always got to have some madness. This is Mad yeah, City. It's, it's, a weird, it's a weird situation. <laughs> All right. Okay, oh, uh, I won with a degree of four, but oh. pain is dominant. Okay, and pain dominates regardless of the outcome. The situation exacts a price on the protagonist. This is a case of a loss. The loss may well be a price. Case of a victory. The victory may take something out of the victor. Okay, yeah. So, um, at four successes, you have passed the bounds of reality. Ooh. Right? Like, yeah. You're looking and you see the roof of the school <laughs> is a few roofs away and it's surrounded by buildings. But you know that the school is in a big empty field. Yeah. Like there's no buildings around it, but you see the school. You can tell. Despite the fact that you've never been on the roof, you know the school. You know that. There it is. Right yeah. there. You space for the, like, the track and the football field. Yeah. There it is. Right there. It's like two blocks away. And you're looking and, like, you see, like, well, I could probably make these jumps. It's right there. You've, you've pinpointed exactly where the school is. However, at that moment, uh, I take a coin of despair. Oh, that sounds, that sounds lovely. <laughs> yes. So what that's going to do is I'm allowed to, uh, I'm allowed to do terrible things later. And, and but, um, Bump One thing I'll to point out is you also have a coin of hope, which gives you some uh, abilities to make things better for yourself. But when you do so, I believe I take that coin. Let me just double check. Oh, is it like a, uh, a coin yeah. to, a coin of despair used as a coin of hope to me and a coin of hope to you? Yeah. Or what? Yeah. And so and so. That's okay. exactly what it is. And then if you pain dominates, I, I add a coin to the economy. Mm, so you have a coin of money. hope, which okay. does a few things. You can get a break. Which reduces your current exhaustion by one or removes a check mark from your fight or flight responses. Okay. You may also uh, restore discipline, which if you have a snap, if your madness takes over, you lose discipline dice. Or if you fall asleep, you may restore discipline points with that. Or you can, on any roll, spend one to spend one coin to add one to your success, to increase your degree of success. Okay. Or, like, pull success from the jaws of failure. But a uh, coin of despair lets me add terror. Lets me make your rolls measurably worse. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yep. Okay. So what happens? Uh, pain takes over because 
you. <laughs> you take a newspaper to the back of the head. Ah! <laughs> You're very and, and just yeah, the shock of it completely throws you off. But just whap right in the back of the head. You you hit you're hit with the signature like the telltale bulk of a newspaper. You know news. You know how much the newspapers weigh, and this is a newspaper. I know exactly what a newspaper sounds like hitting any type of material. Yeah, and this is newspaper meeting skull. Oh, yeah, <laughs> you you stop and you're 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 rubbing the back of your head and you look down, and there's a, there's a there's a newspaper and like at your feet. All right. Probably like yeah, I like sort of like check my my bag and sort of. It's le- not one of yours. It's actually much older. This is this looks like old. This is not paper that they make newspapers with anymore. This is like newsy newspaper. <laughs> it's not newspaper. It's old paper. Yeah, it's old paper. It's good. <laughs> um. Yeah. I. I definitely. I pick this sucker up. I got to see that headline. All right. I mean that's. That's your call, I guess. <laughs> I'm a paper boy. All right. Um, so what it says, let me pull up exactly. Okay, yeah. So what happens is you pull it, you pick it up. Um, you're looking at it, and it says, Newsies, begin organizing effort. Uh, <laughs> rehearsed, rehearsed furious. You look back, and there are three, those same three uh, paper boys, those old timey ones of the suspenders uh-huh. and the newsboy caps, and you know, covered in grease stains, are following you, and they're uh-huh. given chase, and uh, they they are given chase, and they're grabbing newspapers and they're throwing them at you, right, right, and they are directly in between you and the school, like they've come up a different set of ladders they came through a different doorway or something and they're standing directly in the middle in between you and the school okay i okay so drawing on my my reserve of bullying experience um randy is not one to like he knows that you don't you like when you make a break for it like you try and just do a beeline like that doesn't work. That doesn't. You don't get out of that one, right? Um, I. Uh, but now I've got a, a vast reserve of tactics to to call on. So I think. Um, sure. I think I'm going to. I'm going to try in this mad mad city, sort of like keep the school in my in my mind. Like that's where the school is. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I want to try and do some sort of. I've got it, like this idea of doing some sort of arcing path towards it. Okay. By running. Uh, like in a big curved path that will take me away so the the newspaper boys will have to chase me. That sounds... I, I like that. Okay, yeah, make me a roll for that. Okay. So you've got your discipline dice, you've got your one exhaustion dice. Okay. Uh, what kind of pain are we talking? Um, this is three of them, so six. Six well, yeah, yeah. All right. Um, I'm going to... What I'm going to do is I'm going to add another exhaustion die. Okay. And then two madness dice. Okay. All right. That's my my gamble. All right. Here All right. we go. Oh, no. What happened? 
pain one with a degree of five with Ooh. pain dominant. Ooh, okay. Um, failure. Your goals are turned on their ear while the opposition's goals are advanced. Oh. Um, failure in game terms means I can I can inflict a consequence upon you if I see fit. Ah, okay. So, first thing that happens is I get another coin. I have another coin in my, my little bowl. Your pain bank. My pain bank <laughs> is... I'm, I'm making that. I, I am the paper boy now. I am making that paper. Um, the next thing that happens is I get to choose what other what other thing hurts you, the other way you are hurt. Uh, it's not enough, huh? Um, and I'm going to increase your exhaustion score by one more. Okay. And say, uh, you're running. You're jumping. You are making... You're jumping, and you look down, and it looks like you've jumped, like, over a hot... Like, a four-lane main intersection. <laughs> but it feels like you've just jumped over, like, a... Like a little garden gnome or something. Yeah. And you're like, that's, that's not normal. And you're running, and... You look back, and you look exact. You do know exactly where that school is, but you look back, and the school's not there. Oh. And now you're just tired, and you look, and the the schoolboys are nowhere to be found. And then you hear a yell, and it's a real, it's a real familiar yell. You hear. Huck Crawford yell. <laughs> and he just screams like, help, who are you? From down in one of these alleyways. I think it, it's not a, it's it's not instinct to help him. I think if it it's it's uh, it's not an easy thing. I'm not like a Russian throw, mm-hmm. you know, kind of like a oh, but he's he's in trouble now, like we it's it's a tough sort of decision, but I think I'll mm-hmm. I think I want to I want to move towards it because I still anything familiar is is going to interest me right now, mm-hmm. but I don't want to rush in and be be just like thrust into whatever situation he's in. Sure, that makes sense. Um, I'm gonna. Ask for a roll then to like sneak in carefully. Okay. To move carefully. Um, I'm going to, I'm going to give you temporarily mm-hmm. two discipline dice as he assists you. Okay. Actually, I'm going to roll two discipline dice real quick and get see what I get. Okay. Um. So, okay. So what happens is, um, you get so roll your dice and whatever you get up the degree of success by one or reduce the degree of failure by one. Okay. All right. Um, what is the pain for my sneaking mission? Uh, the pain for this is going to be six. There's, it's... Ooh, Huck, what you got yourself into, huh? Uh, all right. I, uh... Yeah, I'm gonna stay at, uh... Actually, I'm gonna get getting buck wild. I got three exhaustion, three discipline, and let's do three madness, too. Why not? Okay. All right. Symmetry, baby. All right. I'm looking at, uh, I won with a degree of eight, but with pain dominant. Okay. So, um, you start to climb down 
you, 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 there's a staircase. There's just a full-on staircase. It's this curving marble staircase. You start to walk down it. Yeah, luxurious. Uh, those paper boys have cornered Huck in an alleyway. And they're jabbing him. They're jabbing him. They're saying, where's your friend? He stole our papes. Where is he? He's one of these roof rats. Where's he, where's he at, you roof rat? And he's like, what are you talking about? What the hell is a roof rat? And they're jabbing him. And they're jabbing him. And they're like... You know, they're pulling at his shirt. And it's the same way that people pulled at your shirt. Ugh. And it's the same way that... And they're, like, spitting on him in the same way that people spat on you. And you feel... You don't fully... It doesn't fully click. You don't even fully realize that your fists are starting to clench. You don't even fully realize that you've started to move a little faster. I'm going to ask you to mark off your fight response. <laughs> Let's do it. So describe to me what happens next. As you're moving down the staircase, I you're think seeing all this happening. I, yeah, in a way that doesn't quite make sense to me, because even I can just sort of like detachedly say like, Huck deserves it. Mm -hmm. um, I just, I, you know, start, clenching my fist and like moving in closer which is which is rare with a mm -hmm. runner that i am but i think i think just enough to uh i'm gonna grab into my bag um mm -hmm. think of the uh the last house on my my usual route mm -hmm. and pull out a paper and say i'm sorry mrs jimenez i'm gonna give it a kiss and i'm gonna <laughs> hurl that paper and the uh that's beautiful the paper boy that's a uh, jab and hook and so um so you got a degree of eight so i'm not even gonna ask for a roll for this you you do that you throw it at the one that's the, the the kid that's in the lead he's a little taller than the rest just the way the same way the paper cracked you in the skull this one cracks him in the skull he just goes down furthermore the paper it cracks it flies it cracks it like flies up it hits a, the fire escape above comes back down, takes out one of these, uh, takes out a second kid, ricochets off of his head, takes out the third kid. All three of them are down. Huck is looking around. Tears are in his eye, like his cheeks are stained with tears. And he's looking around <laughs> and he looks up at you and he just like slowly puts his hands up and says, I'm sorry. <laughs> That's right, Huck. I've got superpowers now. And Huck is like, can we go home now? Yeah, I'm, we'll try if you, you know, if you don't screw it up for me. All right, all right, whatever, 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 fine, fine, fine. Um, and at that moment, like, he kicks, his foot taps another, like, one of, another one of these paper boys' papers. He mm -hmm. kicks and he looks down. And he unfurls it. And you can't see what's on the paper, but boy, do you wish he didn't unfurl it. Oh, no. And he reads it, and he says, Two slain in paper boy retali... Retal... What's that? What's that? And you look at it, it says retaliation. It says retaliation, Huck. Retaliation. Huck Crawford and Brandy Tompkins... Attacked by a mob of 
Paper boys. I <laughs> I act immediately. I like instinctual uh, karate chop like through the paper and then like Great. grab Huck it- by the scruff of his shirt and try and fucking like book it. Okay, uh, run. Go ahead and make me a roll for this. This is going to be very difficult because once something is printed on a paper, it is very difficult to shake it off. Okay. This is going to be pain of 10. Oh my goodness. Okay. You've got three exhaustion, three discipline, and however many madness you want to do. You you also have uh, your exhaustion talent and madness talent if you can come up with a way to use them. Okay. Okay. Um... But I don't know that either one is going to super apply here, but it might. I mean... Yeah, I, I don't know that they, they well, let's see, I'll keep, try and keep an open mind. All right, I'm going to throw, yeah. I'm just throwing caution in the wind. I'm throwing, uh, uh, five madness bones. Okay. All right. Player one with a degree of three, but with madness dominant. That makes sense. Um, you're going to check off your final, your third response. If you have another, uh, if madness dominates one more time. Uh-huh. That's when I snap? Uh, that's when you snap. But for right now... Um, well, this is a flight. <laughs> yeah, this makes sense. This makes perfect sense. You are running. Yeah. You're running. And furthermore, um, uh, you're running particularly well because you immediately see uh, the silhouettes of faces above you as people, as paper boys, some of them dressed in that like period attire, some of them wearing the same thing you're wearing, some of them wearing real specifically a blue t-shirt, backwards yellow baseball cap, <laughs> and, and like khaki shorts. <laughs> um, some of them, and they're all just like popping up, and they're from all different times and places, and they're just jumping down, and there's more of them than you can count. There's a lot more than three, Good and Lord. you're just booking it. You run. You turn down the alleyway, and it's another. It's the same alleyway, but it's a right-angle turn. <laughs> you come out oh, into okay. this big open street. Uh-huh. Um, you see a clock. 1230. Oh. The, 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 the melty painting man looks at, looks at you and waves and sort of is like, gives you a thumbs up like, you doing all right? <laughs> I think at this point it's kind of ugh, comical <laughs> exasperation. And he, he kind of nods. He understands. Um, you, you run. You're running. You're in a bazaar now. You're okay. in a like a like a mar- like an open air market. And there's all sorts of uh, weirdly dressed people selling things, handing off like hair dolls and little <laughs> tchotchkes and knickknacks. You're running between tables. You're not. Sure, which way is forward, but you're just running. Forward uh-huh. is the way that you're running, and even if it's not the right direction. Uh, paper boys are knocking over tables. There's and but eventually, like, that causes some of the merchants to like start grabbing them and shooing them away. Whew. You get into safety. You're in this giant open air market. You're no closer to school. Or at least you don't you don't think so. You might be. You don't know. Uh-huh. You and Huck are safe, though. You've managed to defy the paper, which is not easy. Whoa. Okay. I'm sure the uh, momentous occasion is not fully appreciated for someone 30 minutes into uh, the Mad City. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> um, oh, okay, that's flight. I, I mm-hmm. Regardless of how much it makes sense, I think it, this is a point where it's like, Huck, 
where did how did you how did you get in um i was full disclosure i was chasing you to beat you up and take your money yeah big shocker that hadn't changed um and i thought maybe that you had hidden in uh mrs jimenez's garage but uh then i realized when i ran into her garage and it led me into like a city street that she didn't have a garage and that's when uh, I got, I kind of wandered for a while. I met Salvador Dali. <laughs> Did you meet him? That, okay. Yeah. Yes, okay. Like, if you had given me a multiple choice, I could have gotten that, <laughs> I think. I, just... Did you not pay attention in the art history class? It was fascinating. <laughs> Huck, don't start revealing new layers of yourself to me right now, okay? I'm not primed to... <laughs> appreciate your intellect we need to get home and i and we're gonna do it i'm i'm gonna get us home i need my bike where is that bike um a vendor big big fat big fat guy like crook nose leans over you looking for your bike mr tompkins hey uh how yes have you seen have you seen my bike and wheels it out. Pristine. Never even got dropped when you ran. Perfect. Looks nicer than it. polished, repainted. I I I know that it's mine, but I like reach for it and probably like then look at him like not saying it, but like, what do you can I take this from you? Can I just sort of take this? He kinda of pulls it back a little bit. Well, well I mean this is a market. This is a I am a, a seller. I have a job. My way. These are my wares. Oh, your money's no good here. I'm going to need. This is sort of a trading situation. I'm going to need something. I don't know what. You want hug? memory? You want memory? Oh. A dream? No, I don't. I don't want. Hug. Hey, <laughs> screw you! I'm great. <laughs> I don't know. I'm going to need a memory. Something. Something. Um. Uh, how does any particular one? I've got a few fair, like, uh, ones of me getting thrashed by this clown next to me that I'd be happy to part with. What have you got in sort of the range of the last time you were happy at home? The last time I was... Well... For that, I'll give you the bike, and I'll I'll, I'll throw in... I'll point you where your school is. I, do you, you, how do I know that you know where my school is? He pulls out a, he pulls out a piece of letterhead. It's from your principal, Mr. Jablowski. Jablowski. Talking about how, uh, Crawford, how Mr., how, uh, Mr. Crawford Mm -hmm. is, an exceptional student with a real eye for art. He just has a temper that needs to be kept under control. <laughs> I'm not ready for this. About Huck. <laughs> pulls it out. Says like, is this your school? Uh, Brookhaven High? Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah I, we're, I got this from the front office. It is. So you did. You went. Okay. Okay. It's a simple deal. Uh, your, your last memory of the happy time you had at home. Most recent. And a trinket to tie it to that. You get your bike. You know where the school is. You could probably get there before 13 o'clock. I... I guess the last time that I was happy, it was, it was brief. I'm not totally unhappy. I, I guess my mom's never going to hear it. This, I guess I'll never. Yeah, this is strictly between you, me, and Huck. Come, (laughs) what the hell? (laughs) What did I do to you? Kind of, uh, you know, kind of... Angle myself so as to minorly exclude Huck. <laughs> he kind of throws up his hands and turns around. The, the the fat man leans in and stroking his outermost chin. I was the last. This it sounds. Well, I a couple a couple Christmases ago, um, my mom. Uh, she managed to buy me, um, she, she bought me, uh, a Nintendo. Mm, mm, mm. Um, and I know how, and, uh, in that moment, I remember feeling as though it was the happiest that I had been in years and the happiest that I ever could be. And I just immediately, the the moment was so sharp that I, when I thought about it afterwards, I felt so, I felt like the only happiness, like the thing that would make the only happiness I could gain where I was now would be like superficial happiness from from finally buying a thing because they don't have many things, and I don't I don't know. That's he hand he hands you the bike. He says, "Perfect, it's exactly what I wanted." Uh, but uh, I I do need the trinket, and you feel like a you feel a weight in your back pocket. Yeah, you pull it out, and it is uh, a Wiimote. <laughs> I'll take it. My Wiimote. It's the, with a nunchuck attached? No, but it is a Wiimote Plus. <laughs> I'll take it. If I must part with it. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I, I hand this over um, with more pomp and circumstance than it really needs, but yeah. I'm still feeling uh, somewhat uh, emotional and yeah. sort of like I'm you know handing over a Excalibur. <laughs> Suddenly... Um, the bike falls into your hands. The table was never here. Whoa. I turn around hoping that Huck is no longer there. <laughs> no, Huck is still standing there. God damn it. Huck is now very confused because the table is gone, but he also turns to you. He's like, you're, you're a Wii? Wii? Maybe hang out and play Wii sometime? Like, that sounds cool. Why would I tell you about my Wii? <laughs> God damn it. Fair. That, fair. Yeah, fair. That was presumptuous of me. I'm sorry for eavesdropping. Ugh. 
wireless controllers right. nowadays. So easy to steal. Get on my pegs, Huck. We're booking it all out right, here. All right, fine. You hop on, you start riding. He point and and sure enough, you can see the school. Like, you you it's take it's gonna take a few turns, and but you can see it in your mind's eye real clearly. Okay. But that doesn't help a whole lot when more of these paper boys start dropping in. Ugh. It's going to be the ride of a lifetime. Okay. And it's going to take some clever navigation. Okay. It's going to take some real foresight and some real understanding of how to like navigate the city. I think I could uh, probably tap into some sort of foresight. I think you could. <laughs> so go ahead and make me a roll to navigate around and evade these paper boys. I'm going to say it is a difficult, a pain of eight. Okay. Four of four of them are com- are descending upon you. Okay. I'm going to try and drop this. Um, mm, <laughs> I'm waffling on this, on my madness number. I don't want to, I can't snap now, baby. Uh, well, what you could do, uh, not to, not to, but you could spend shed light and drop r- clear one of your boxes. Oh yes, I I I, uh, I have one hope coin, correct? Yes, one coin of hope. I think right now I'm gonna take that coin of hope and okay. little literal or not, flip it off my thumb, <laughs> flick it through the air. <laughs> All right. And uh, so I'm gonna uncheck one of my. Uh, I'm gonna uncheck one of my flight boxes. And uh, I'm gonna go ahead and roll four madness dice. So okay. three, three, four. Okay. okay. Player one with a degree of five with madness dominant. Okay. So which response did you clear off? Uh, I cleared off uh, one of my flights. Okay. So yeah, you're just blind running. Um, however, with a degree of five, you, you break even your, uh, you break even the laws of reality and um, with the madness that you used, you can freely use your madness power if you choose to. I will use it, yes. All right. Early edition, trademark. So you uh, you start running. You start racing. You're, you're dodging and weaving. You are panicking. Huck punches a newsboy in the nose. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, that's for earlier. Nobody, <laughs> nobody you, bullies me. I bully them. Use your powers for good, Huck. And you pull into an alley and briefly uh, you see the paper boys run by in the same way that they did that Huck did earlier. And you're, you're like, well, how do we get to the school? How do we get there? Mm-hmm. You pull out your, you feel that bag, that messenger bag is heavy in, on your side. You grab a paper to, to try and like toss it so you can ride a little more easily. And you look at it and it's not a newspaper on the front page or on the front page. It's rather, it says two minutes to thir- two minutes to 13 o'clock. Huck Crawford and Randy Tompkins safe at school with minutes to spare. And it you see this map that they've laid out, like an infographic of like, well, first they went here and then they took a left turn and then and it lays out this series of turns. <laughs> I got my, uh, my Jeffy dotted line from uh, Old Family mm-hmm. Circus. Yep. Checking the funny pages. And, and sure, like, it's like, oh, Okay. And it's got little, like, info dots of, like, 
places around the line of like the paper boys tried to stage an ambush right here. <laughs> and so you're following those instructions. Here's here's the dilemma. Uh-huh. This and and you you have probably a few ways. I'm not going to require a roll for any of these, but you have a dilemma. Okay. You can't read the map and draw and ride. I press it into Huck's hands. All right. Say call it out. Huck is you're you're riding and Huck is calling it out and the two of you are making turns and like the the directions don't make sense, the distances don't make sense because it just none of it none of it adds up. Mhm. But sure enough, you pull onto you turn the final turn is you have to go through speaking of anachronisms. You pull into the back door of a fully stocked blockbuster video. <laughs> And you, you race through it. Uh, a guy at the front tries to sell you some raisinets, but you go through the automatic door and you are in the schoolyard. And you look at that clock and it says, well, the clock here says 3.58. So only about 25 minutes in the slumbering city. But you look, but like, you know that it's really 12.58 and 13 o'clock is minutes away. Yeah. And you just have to walk through the school doors and you'll, you're there you're back but there's a line of paper boys standing between you and that schoolyard uh oh <sighs> okay this is this is the moment there is no more there's no more flight there's no way around gotta pull the trigger eventually so this is gonna be a pain of so what okay so what happens this is gonna it starts out very like there's a lot of them but Huck, he smiles at you and he says like, eh, fuck it. And he runs and he just Superman punches a kid in the face <laughs> <laughs> and starts walloping. And so a lot of them get taken out. Three of them, uh, I'll say four of them come at you and you've got pain of eight. Okay. And you've got three exhaustion, three discipline, any madness that you add to it. Okay. I'm going... I'm going to up my exhaustion by one to four. Mm -hmm. And uh, let's do, I'm going to stick with four madness. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And um, if I wanted to use my, uh, my exhaustion talent, would I call that out now or like see how it, how it plays out usually? Um, no, you can call it out now because I believe it gives you a tangible benefit. Let me double check that. But yeah, you call it out. You can call it out now. Okay. I think at this point, it's like, uh, <laughs> I like take the, my, my messenger bag and throw it in like the, you know, I've got a basket on the front uh, as mm -hmm. well for additional storage. And here, um, I'm one with a bike. I just like start pedaling and I, <laughs> both hands, pull out two newspapers and um, just like... Uh, hold on to these newspapers in order to try and batter paper boys away from me while riding uh no hands on the handlebars handlebars baby mm -hmm. all right uh, i am going meanwhile going to cast a shadow uh-oh uh so if your roll is uh it's going to take out one of the sixes that any if there's a six on the table it's going to take it out otherwise it's going to increase pain by one okay increase likelihood of failure okay um but 
Yeah, so so what happens, because you use your exhaustion talent, because you're using your supernatural ability, throwing abilities, mm-hmm. you're automatically also increasing things by four. By so four? Ultimate, so by four degrees, four degrees of success. Okay. So if, I, if, if pain wins by four, a degree of four or less, you win. Okay. And if you win, you do much better. Okay. <laughs> All right. About to roll. I think in my mind, I'm like running through this like spreadsheet of my customers. Like, oop, mm-hmm. nope, going to have to write them. If, sorry. Oop, nope. Okay. Going to have to. Yep. I'm not going to have a newspaper for them. Okay. I'll make it up to them. And I won with a degree of eight, according to the roller. Okay. But pain uh, so is dominant. So that is actually 12. So what happens is... Would you like to narrate it, or should I? Go for it. Okay, so what happens is, yeah, so Huck runs in, and Superman punches a kid and gets overwhelmed basically immediately. Because <laughs> there's, like, he's fighting, like, six kids at once. You served your purpose, Huck. Um, but what happens is you um, start throwing papers, and the papers start bouncing off and taking out two, three kids at a time. You clear all of them with about maybe half a dozen, the last half a dozen of these papers that you had. Uh-huh. You just take them out. They're down. Like, they're, they're getting there. These papers are throwing like bricks. You know, they're smashing noses. Kids are just going down cold. And Hook gets up, and he's bloody, and he's beaten down, and he's just like, that was pretty awesome. That was and starts pretty. running towards the school. You hop on your bike, and you burst through those school doors. And you're right on the corner of Graceland and Mikhail. Four in the morning. You got a full stack of paper, full full messenger bag of papers on your side. (gasps) Huck is standing directly in front of you, bloodied and beaten up. And he's looking around. And he just kind of like wipes his nose. Like clears off some of the dried blood. Yeah. His hand is shaking. And he looks at you and he says, All right. Later. And he starts just like Charlie Brown walking off. All right. I think I I kind of like sit there for a moment. And then I, I like, yeah. And sort of, uh, I start pedaling in the other direction. And then I, 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 I do a quick, I do a quick little loop. After I get like, uh, you know, like the scene is not cut away. Like I'm still, we're both in the same frame. I kind of do a little loop. Come back and, uh, you know, um, if you want, you want to play Smash Bros sometime, you know, just, uh, I mean, you know my route. Yeah. All right. Yeah. That sounds great. And he like, he kind of smiles and perks up and kind of walks home with a spring in his step. And, you know, you, you feel warm as you, as you pedal home. You feel great. You know, you've it's it's been a hell of a morning. You're not sure you ever <laughs> want to go through it again, but you feel all right. You pull up, and you're you, you pull up and you feel a, a little confused. Yeah, a little bit, a little betrayed. Honestly, uh, you don't know why your mom would pick somebody else to deliver the morning paper. <laughs> don't tell me there's a paper on that step. There's paper on that front step. You pick it up. I gotta pick it up. (laughs) I knew you would. (laughs) Tompkins at large. Paperboy Union swears revenge. 
no one gets away, <laughs> says Chief of Paperboys Union. Oh, fuck. And that's game. <laughs> oh. That was really good. That was good. That was a lot of fun. I like that a lot. That was really cool. Yeah. I like this oh. game. I like this game a lot. This is neat. I needed nice. to add the ending because you pain dominated and I feel I needed to Yeah, yeah. Get some one last thing. That was good. That was good. <laughs> <sighs> that was awesome. Thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you so much for playing this game with me. This was great. Yeah, I super enjoyed it, Jeff. Thanks for having me, man. Oh, this was a blast. So real quick, before we wrap up the show, where can people find your work online? They can find it at um go to audioentropy.com and uh, the podcast all along the watchtower is featured there that dcau rewatch podcast um and then also go to uh roll for your lives something something i don't know why i tried to use a url again i already failed the first time uh <laughs> but uh yeah mitchell dill on twitter and soundcloud that's um mitchell and then dill like the pickle or herb um yeah that's where i'll be awesome well thank you so much for being on the show this was a blast and i am gonna throw it over to me in the future so that he can wrap up with the show all right cool take it future me Thanks, past me, and thanks again to Mitchell for coming on the show. That game was creepy and weird and heartbreaking and funny, and I loved every minute of it. Be sure to check out All Along the Watchtower. It is a very good podcast discussing some very, very good and sometimes pretty weird and bad cartoons. Uh, you can find that on the Audio Entropy Network and in the show notes. You should also check out World Fear Lives. It is a collection of really talented people playing some really fascinating games, and I can't recommend it enough. You can find a link to that in the show notes. Finally, be sure to follow Mitchell on Twitter at Mitchell Dill. Then while you're on Twitter, follow us at Party of One Pod. Like the show on Facebook at Facebook.com slash Party of One Podcast. If you love the show, consider leaving us a nice iTunes review, social media shout out, or word of mouth recommendation. All of these things help the show find new audiences and grow bigger, better, and cooler. If you want to hear more from me, consider checking out All My Fantasy Children, the podcast where Aaron Catano and I take your listener prompts and turn them into beautiful, thriving, vibrant role-playing game children. This week, we have created Rhinel the Forest Fighter. It's a cool cobalt druid. It is a really cool story, and there's some fascinating additions to the All My Fantasy Children fantasy lore. Check that out at soundcloud.com slash allmyfantasychildren. Party of One is produced and edited by Jeff Stormer and Jen Frank. All music for the show comes from the song Infinite Lives by Megaran, featuring the D&D Sluggers. If you'd like to acquire about advertising rates or about coming onto the show, shoot me an email at partyofonepodcast at gmail.com. Thank you for listening. Remember to fight the forces of fascism every single day. And party on. Never gonna die.